with Mr. LD. And I'm Mrs. J. Yeah, and we're, as always, excited and grateful for you to be listening in today. Um, today's subject is a timely one. We're recording kind of towards the end of the school year, and we're talking about test prep and, and tips for parents on how to help your children prepare for tests and, and how to deal with some of the stress that comes with that as yeah, well. Yeah, we, it can be a lot of stress at this for time sure. of year, not only for just students, but for teachers as well. And so we just want to be able to give some tips so that we can try to alleviate that as much as we can. We want kids to be calm and collected. Mm-hmm. They've learned, they've studied all year long, and they, they're ready. They just need to you know take, jump this final hurdle. Yeah. But they can, they can do it and do it well. So Yeah, one of the, one of the ones that I, and we just kind of looked up some different ones, but one of the ones I really liked and I think you and I were both kind of gravitating towards is I think keep it in perspective, right? Oh, you yeah. Know, I think that's a good one to kind of start the conversation that, are tests important? Yeah. Are they the end of the world if you, you don't do as well as you like? Not at all, especially at this age. Especially at this age and at this level. Yeah. They don't impact your grade. Yep, they don't yep. impact anything that you've done. It's just a way for teachers to know how much you've learned throughout the year. Yeah. And, and the important piece is, of course, that we want our teachers to know so they can improve and, and you know, if they're... See if, if what they're doing is Exactly, working. exactly. If, like, all the students are missing out on a key content, that's very useful for us to know as a school so we can improve and and grow that area. Having said that, it's important, the opposite also is true. We have students that do not take it seriously at all and and are just blow off these tests and and, and don't put any weight to it. And and as always in life, it's hard to walk that fine line, but, but... that's what we mean, putting it in perspective. Kind right, of having that and big view. giving it the right amount of weight and attention. Mm-hmm. Not too mm-hmm. much, not too little, right? Yeah, even, I mean, this isn't the ACT we're talking about, and having been a high school counselor working with students on the ACT, even with the ACT that is a high-stakes test, putting it in perspective that you can retake it multiple times, and, you know, there there's always other opportunities there. And we really do try to make it something that kids can kind of look forward to, like not something that's overly stressful, but something that's even a little bit fun. We try to offer some positive reinforcement for it. Um, We're having an assembly right before. It's kind of a Mm -hmm. test kickoff that we're having John By The Way come, which we're excited about. So we're going to try to make it something that, you know, that they do have to do. Uh, There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. It's a mandated state to require test, but we want them to feel good about it as they're going into it and be able to give their best while they're while they're doing it, right? For sure. So here's some things that you can do to help your child um, kind of ease into the test. We do a lot of things here at school, and we'll back you up, but just like you back us up, like always. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's a couple things. Um, one is to just give your child a time and a place to study. Yeah. I right? Like like, and that should be something, I think, that goes on all year long. Uh, But especially right now, as they're in their classes, they're preparing teachers are kind of assigning review assignments Mm -hmm. like that would be really great to just have a place and a quiet time where they can go and and just review all this material, Mm -hmm. because that's going to make them feel a lot more confident going into that test. For sure. And and we know every household's different. Maybe your house is just jam full of people and kids. And but but again, giving all your students that ability, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe you need to rotate it out. Maybe you have four school age children that, and, and share a room, you know, or that, a computer. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so making a schedule or things like that. 
Um, prioritize, and, and again, these are useful tips year-round, not just for end of the level, sixth and seventh grade, but prioritize homework and attendance. It, the point of homework is to just reteach, right? So students are going over concepts and ideas here at school, but then doing it again at home. And attendance, obviously, they need to be here to get the content. Mm-hmm. If, if they're just missing, 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 um, they're, they're going to miss out. And then we see a direct connection with some social stress, some school stress and anxiety and attendance, which makes sense. If you're missing so much, you're going to get anxious about coming back or having those things in your future. If you do have to be gone, then, you know, at least communicate with teachers, let your Um, teachers know why and how and maybe make a plan for making up those tests or or coming in at a different time. That's always helpful. And then like we talked about in our last podcast, you can teach your children to be self-advocates so they can go and talk to their teacher about any problems they might be having or any anxiety they might Mm -hmm. be having. Um, If they have to be gone, they can help to make that plan themselves. And I think that will help them to feel more confident about missing because Mm -hmm. they will have a plan for knowing how to get that for sure. Back in place when they're returning. And as far as academics, I, I, again, like you said, we talked about this last time, but that's just such an essential skill. Helping your child advocate and reach out to teachers, communicate with teachers. I mean, you and I get that a lot because we're kind of a go-between buffer, but it's amazing how often I've students just been like, do you think you could email so-and-so? And I'm like, why can't you, you know, and they're like, it's awkward or it's weird, <laughs> but, but that's an essential skill to be able to do. And yes, there might be some awkwardness there, but it is so useful. And that will come up in, in future grades that will come up in college and jobs. It's, it's just a useful skill to be able to have. Another tip that I love, I mean, we're both big readers, but read, read, read. Yeah. That, that's essential for tests. That's just a great way to build vocabulary and those, those brain muscles that are useful for tests. And, and I love the idea. This is kind of a teacher cliche, but I do, we do, you do. You do that with reading. You want to model that with yourself. You know, if you're not a big reader at home, it, it could be a good thing, especially if you're trying to inspire your, your child to do that, for them to see you read books, whether that's on your Kindle or whatever format, but to see you doing that. And we do read with them, especially at a young age. But even sixth and seventh grade isn't isn't too old to read with them, you know, fun no, little stories or, or Harry Potter or Chronicles of Narnia or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, you could dig into a novel together. And then you do. Again, with teaching, that's the idea that a teacher models something, then you do it with the students, and then they do it. But that's so critical with reading, you know, that you model it, you read with them, do some fun light stuff, or you could dig into some fun fantasy stuff, but then they do, right? Yeah, I love that idea. And that's a great concept for parents to adopt as well. Um, Another one, debrief after the test. This is important too. You need to talk to your kids and say like, how did it go? What did you, you know, what do you think you did well on? What do you think you could have been better with? What um, what do you want to do for the next test mm-hmm. that might help you prepare a little bit better? I mean, there's a lot of questions you can ask your student that will help them to kind of process what happened and and make, uh, make adjustments as they go forward. For sure. And, and another tip, and this will kind of bridge us to our next bigger topic, stress, how to deal with stress. It is stressful. I remember... I, I really liked math as a kid, but I don't remember if you did this in elementary school, but like times 
where you did times tables times sheets tables, and, and yeah. it was like times a race to see who could finish and I they timed you. That. Me too. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it too, but I would get so anxious and I, I, I mean, it's embarrassing, but I'm a confident adult now, but I remember like whenever you first started doing those, I like peed my pants one time oh, just because no, I was yeah. so nervous and stressed, even though I enjoyed them and did well, but I wanted to be, the, I was never number one, but I, you know, I was in the top portion of the class, but I would get so stressed about it. And that was obviously embarrassing on its own <laughs> level, but, but just teaching our children how to manage stress with, with test taking and any, anytime there's big deadlines, you know, whether it's a big essay in the future, you know, there will be job stress and things like that. Just that stress management piece is so critical. Oh, yeah. Do we ever get rid of stress no, in our life? No, unfortunately not. I think it's going to be there forever. <laughs> yep, yep. So here are some ways that we teach kids to deal with their stress. And we've talked about one, one, this first one before. And it's called SELFIE. It's an acronym. And it stands for Sleep, Eat Healthy, um, Light. They need light. Uh, fun, Interact and exercise. Mm -hmm. So with each of those, there's a component to it that helps deal with stress. Of course, you guys know if you are sleepy, if you're not getting enough sleep, that affects so many aspects of your well-being. Um, but it's, it, it can definitely add to stress. When you're tired, you're going to be more prone to freaking out or, mm -hmm. or overreacting, any of those things. Eating healthy, of course, you want your kids to have a great snack or something, a good, you know, healthy breakfast the morning of the test, but, but they need that, you know, throughout just for good mental health. Um, light, we want kids to be outside. We want them to be having fun and interacting with people, yeah. right? People in real life. <laughs> um, and so those last four go together, you know, light, fun, interact, and exercise mm -hmm. because you can do all those things at once with friends outside, just absorbing up that vitamin D. For That's sure. going to help. And that can be a good way to relieve stress after the test. Like, mm -hmm. hey, let's go out. Let's go play a game of soccer. Let's go out to the park. Let's do something where we're outside, we're having fun, and kind of put the stress of the test behind you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, I love all those ones. And, and just to reiterate, sleep is so important. And If and I had to just pick one of those, yeah. that would be the one that I would want to have every child just get a good night's sleep every night. For sure. And that is a critical thing with our sixth and seventh graders. I mean, so often when we have students, especially students that don't have like chronic anxiety and stress, but students that kind of have outlier, you know, stress and anxiety, it's often connected to poor night's sleep or just mm -hmm. lately they haven't been sleeping as good. Because think about our own lives. Anytime we're kind of sleep deprived, we do not function as well. We do not rise to the occasion like we would if we are well rested. And, and, and a big part of that, and we've talked about it in past podcasts, podcasts is is technology. You know, whether that's video games or phones or computers or TV, having a bedtime for those is is one of the simplest most important things, I always am beating that horse with parents, but but having a technology bedtime, you know, 30 minutes before you're, you aim for your child to be asleep, I think it can go so far. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes about that amount of time to wind down, mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. a half an hour, 45 minutes to try to adjust to that. Um, another tip, just give your child someone to talk to. And again, that goes kind of with the debrief and mm -hmm. just talking about how, it, how it's going. Um, but whenever you have someone to talk to, if you're stressed and you can share that burden with another person or you can get some good insights from another person and just connect on a personal level, that's always going to help to bring those stress levels down. Yeah, for sure. Humor, just having a laugh is so important, right? And that doesn't mean we just give them permission to be on TikTok for four hours a day. But, but 
a little bit of that. And there's cool studies showing that, you know, if you look up something humorous, whether that's online or have a funny conversation with a friend or whatever, taps into, yeah, whatever taps into that for you. If you do that before like a job interview or before a big test, it's been demonstrated in studies that that is very effective to just help with, deal with, help your brain deal with the stress and kind of function better. Yeah. Which help it, you which feel is, a little bit more light, a little lighter for as sure. you're going into this big, heavy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Zoom yeah, out. Zoom That's out. I, I love that idea. Just put it in perspective. Right. And that can mean so many things. I like to tell students that we zoom out over time and just with people. So what I mean by that, five years from now, will this matter? Right. Sometimes our stress is yes, they will. But more often, not right. Five years from now, whatever's stressing me out today likely won't even be a memory. You know that we just kind of let it go. And 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 with people, what I mean is, um, I often tell students, and, and it just gives us a dose of self compassion. You're likely not alone with your stress. That especially a test stress. Every not maybe not every, but the majority of the 800 plus students we have in our building are feeling similar things. So you're not alone. And that in itself can be a powerful antidote to stress. But but zooming out in both senses, you know, with time and just realizing you're not alone. Yeah, that's such a great tool to have in your toolbox because you can use it with so many yep, things. Yep. Just get that pers- bigger perspective. Um, the next tip is to spend some time indulging in music, art, creativity. Now, I love that because, you know, so much of testing and what we do at school is so much of a left brain kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? And we spend so much time in that left brain. If you go into this creative mode where you're you know, listening to music or you're drawing or you're painting or you're doing something creative, you know, that you're tapping into the right brain. And I think that that balance can really help you to feel less stressed because you're not so one-sided. And anytime we have balance in anything in life, I think that's a good thing. And we don't often get a lot of opportunities at school. I, I know that we do try to, you know, put these creative moments in with our academic learning. And we, we have a great fine arts program here at our mm, school, we have sure. choir, theater, uh, art, but, but not enough of it, in my opinion. I think that anytime kids outside of school or after something stressful like a test like this, if they can just kind of flip the script mm. and, and go into that creative mode, that is going to go a long, long way to just bringing those stress levels down, relieving that cortisone level in your body and, and, and give you that balance that we all want. Oh, I love of that. Um, I think, I think stress often with many of our students can be, life can be busy. Life can be <laughs> overwhelming. They, we get, we have a lot in our plates. You got school, you got sports, you got family stuff, you got, you know, other clubs you're a part of or church stuff. Um, and setting priorities is, is a big, important way to be able to do that. You know, what is most important, kind of rank your stuff and, and it's okay sometimes to let stuff go. That doesn't mean we just give up on all, all the things in our lives. But And, and I always recommend it with, with my students, you know, work with your parents. Set priorities with them. I, I can think of students that, I mean, they tell me what they got going in their life, and it stresses me out just sure. with all the things they have going on. And, 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 again, kind of ranking and setting priorities. In school, obviously, we're advocating that school should be one of those, not the only one, but but setting priorities and allocating our time accordingly right. you know some are is video games an important priority in some of our students life yeah should it be the number one priority 
Probably not, you know, and, and allocating time accordingly. That doesn't mean we give up on video games completely, unless that is just a big problem with that particular person. But setting our time and just how we set things. And I love the conversation that happens when you sit down to make those goals yeah, and set those yeah, priorities, yeah. because often what a child prioritizes is not the same as what a parent prioritizes. Mm-hmm. For right? sure, for I mean, sure. Obviously, the kid's probably going to be more on the video game side, and the parent's <laughs> going to be more on the school side. But when you talk to each other, you dis- you discover these great things, like maybe I c- maybe you can work together to find that win-win. Like, well, mm-hmm. hey, you do hard, you know, study tonight, work hard on this this exam or this assignment, and you get a couple hours of video games, yeah. and you can find a way to really find those one win-win situations, which that's what it's all about. Yeah, no, really. for sure. I, I often tell my students about my first semester in college. I, you know, I, in, in high school, I was always an A, B student, you know, pretty good student, but in college, you have to work harder. And, and I had a lot more freedom living with roommates and stuff. And I just played a lot of Halo on Xbox and, <laughs> and my grades suffered because of it. So I had to self-impose, you know, a rule for myself where I would not play video games after my classes until I did at least an hour of homework on the weekdays. And, and I did that and I had to do that to survive. And, and it mm-hmm. really made a difference with my grades. But some students, some of you parents said that for your kids, some, some don't have that at home. So having that conversation, I love what you said that, you know, there's some growth in relationships that can happen as part yeah, of that. Absolutely. Love that. All right. And our last one that we have here is just learn to really, really, truly relax. Yeah. And I'm going to let Jared talk a little bit yeah, about yeah. this because he's so good at this. This is something that he incorporates in his everyday life. <laughs> well, I try to. Yep, yeah, yep. you do, but you do a good job. So, And, and for me, the meditation is a big thing. And But really, meditation can be anything that just helps your mind go at ease, right? Just to be singularly focus on something. And for many of our students, they're like, well, when I get on social media, that's what I do. But that is not really relaxing, right? You know, whether taking a nap, being present out in nature, meditating, you know, and there's so many different ways you can meditate, you know, whether it's mindfulness or guided meditations, you know, there's an app for that, right? Whatever you're looking (laughs) for. It's true. There are apps. But I mean, it's easy because we all have our pause button that we do. You know, I like playing video games, watching, sh- binging shows. But I would argue that's not really relaxing our brain. And, 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 and to be clear, I'm not saying you need to do a lot of this. But when you're feeling stress, whatever is your go-to where you could really just push off, right, for mm-hmm. your brain and, mm-hmm. and relax. Maybe a power nap, maybe some meditating, maybe where you just go on a walk, you know, around your house, listen to some favorite music, you know. Uh, it could yeah. be any of those things. And again, it may require that you do some I do, we do, you yeah, do yeah. with those things because kids are not just naturally going medi- to you know, gravitate toward mm-hmm. these meditative mm-hmm. things. Uh-huh. But if they see you doing it and you're doing it with them, then I think that that can be a good thing. And then the very last thing is we want you guys to know that we are here for your yeah, students. For sure. Like If they are really stressed and, and it's becoming a problem, it's becoming an issue, it's, it's a difficult thing, we want these kids to know that we're here for them. We have a wellness center here at the Mm -hmm. school where we can take short breaks and we can try to, you know, regulate ourselves and we can help to teach them those tools as well here at school. And so we love, love, love it when kids come to find us and ask us for help. And so please encourage them to do that if they are feeling the least bit stressed or if they have any questions or any problems we are here to help them be successful. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of our plea. So good luck with all the testing that's coming 
coming up. And again, hope these tips are helpful for you and that you are, you can take something out of this and reach out to us if you need us. Yeah. As always, thank you for listening. Please, please share with friends, share with, you know, other parents that may be struggling and, and need extra tips and, and reach out to us if you have ideas for podcasts or things you would like us to address. We always love to hear from you. All right. You guys have a great weekend, week and a couple weeks ahead, I yep, guess. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, by the time we get back, Mr. LD will have a new baby. Yep, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so congrats to him. Nice. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.